Fantasy managers, hello and welcome to FPL Addicts Game Week 31 preview show for the Fantasy Premier League 21-22 season. Today's show is powered by Esports Live and sponsored by Bonus Bank. A big thanks to our sponsor, Bonus Bank, for supporting us and our community this season. Make sure you check out the details in the caption below. Take advantage of Bucky's promotions. It's free to set up and you also receive 25% off your first premium month with our discount code. That is FPL Addicts, which is in the caption below as well. Wherever you're listening or watching and you're enjoying our content, make sure you give our video some love with a like, rating or review, as well as a subscription. And of course, me and Christopher Reed, FPL Addicts Reedy, are here live in the studio. I feel like it's been, I don't know, like three or four weeks or something like crazy. Uh, what is FPL Reedy? What is happening? Hi, mate. You all right? Um, all good. All good. Nice little international break. And, um, you know, back after that, refreshed, recharged. Ready to get back into FPL and uh, ready to get some uh, some Premier League football on the go, you know. So uh, and well, thanks, bud. Well, no, it's, listen, it's good to see your face, mate. I know we've had a couple of FaceTimes. Um, you know, we've caught up, and Quentin knows the drill. Knows how romantic me and you two are. <laughs> I'm just missing the rose here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I know a few candles. Maybe put a little, you know, set the mood, set the tone. But as Reedy said, it is just uh, me and Reedy tonight. Uh, we have got a special guest later on in the show with uh, Chama the Code 2 Classic, who is absolutely killing it in FPL. So we cannot wait to bring him in shortly, uh, even though he is a Liverpool fan. So it is two versus one this evening. Um, but yeah, guys, obviously great to be back. It's been a bit of an international break. Um, definitely had a bit of time off, switched off, but now we're back and we're going to get uh, onto some questions, obviously through there and do a bit of review of game week 30, which obviously feels like ages ago. Um, and also look ahead to game week 31 because there is lots to get through. Um, did you get managed to watch a bit of England, Reedy? Did you, did you keep track? For my sins, I didn't, you know. So, you know, the international scene is for me, it's died off a little bit over the last few years, and I'm not not into it as much especially you know when there's friendlies on and things like that you know more into the the tournaments and the world cups and the euros and, and stuff like that really so i didn't didn't catch any of it to be honest mate which i feel slightly bad about but you know it for me especially with fpl it's all about premier league football and that's what kind of uh floats me boat if, if you if you will that's it. Well, listen. Some managers are made for uh, you know international duty and and Premier Leagues. You know they do they do both clubs, club and country at the same time. Listen, if you're, you're you're all in with the Premier League this year, and that's reflecting your score. Um, but what we'll do, we'll just uh, bring up the share screen here now, and we'll uh, while Reedy's uh, sorting out what's going on in the background there. But we're gonna look at just get refresh our mem- refresh our memories with the uh, the some of the scores. It was a very obviously there's only four fixtures in that game week 30. Um, listen, I've actually forgot to do my team. I missed the deadline in game week 30, but I'll, we'll get on to how he I calls did. himself a fancy player. What's this about? A eh? part timer. <laughs> there we go. I, I think we literally did a podcast an hour before the deadline, a couple of hours before the deadline, didn't we? And I kind of got distracted with the, the good old Netflix. <laughs> totally forgot, totally forgot oh, to do my God. Team. <laughs> I think we did a full free hit and everything, didn't we? So yeah, um, yeah, you do. We'll get on to that. But if we look at this one, so Leeds versus Wolves, uh, Leeds coming away with a three points there with 3 2. I'm pretty sure that was a last minute thriller, wasn't it? And was it a last minute ailing goal? Uh, yes, it yeah, was. It was goal. 90 plus. Yeah. It was, you know what? Um, in terms of the, the weekend and the fixtures, people expected probably a, a, a dull. You know, a dull weekend really. There wasn't going to be much goals. I think. Mean, I think 
majority of people were certainly surprised about Wolves. You know, it just shows how how much that that red card, him and his red card, affected the game and affected their mentality because they were absolutely cruising, really. You know, and that's it. Leeds just as soon as they got a sniff, they got a goal. They just kept on going, and and it ended up with a with a you know stoppage time winner from Leeds. Absolutely crazy scenes, but yeah, it's not. It was nice to get that sort of a you know a five goal thriller really. Um, for for that um that first game, um, but what did you think of it? What what's your thought? I mean, I don't know if you had any Wolves players yourself or or whatever, but yeah, well, listen, I had Jimenez up top, so when he got sent off, obviously, I think like like many people took the minus two. I think he ended up on, didn't he? Um, yeah, you know, people he captained him as well. It was a nice fixture for him, uh, but obviously, he messed up for both himself and you know, obviously a lot mm. of fantasy fantasy world. So yeah. Not not great in that respect, um, but it, it was my it, only Wolves asset of kind of investment. Uh, it was it was reminiscent slightly of the uh, of the Dennis captainers, um, you know, all that all that sort of time ago when he had a double and so on, and you know he got his red card and he missed the second fixture. So, you know, really unlucky, unfortunate. I, I, I seen the I seen the tackle or I seen the replay, and I really I don't know unless I've missed something. I, I really don't understand why he got a second yellow. What? You know whether it was really bad. I just thought it was a 50-50 sort of challenge or collision. Um, but it is what it is. He gets a red card. He miss, you know, he's missing um, missing the next game. And fancy managers have got to sort of either leave him on the bench or or keep him. And um, you know that's a decision that uh, I'm sure will be a lot of, on a lot of FPL managers' minds coming into this game week. But yeah, next fixture, but it was a uh, Villa Arsenal, wasn't it? Yeah, Aston Villa Arsenal. I was expecting maybe Villa to come out with. Um, Something a bit more than obviously, obviously Arsenal took all three points here. Saka scored a lovely goal. Uh, he was in my team this week, which yes. was great. He's he's obviously a, a pretty hot prospect, and and you I think a lot of people have got him in their teams now. We'll probably have a look at his ownership ownership in a second. But yeah, good result for them. Uh, Ramsdale obviously didn't play this game. He's struggling with a I think it was hip injury, if that's correct. Uh, mm-hmm. So Leno came in and he did all right as well, didn't he? But um, Saka came away with a three bonus and the goal. Um, and Aston Villa, yeah, nothing, couldn't really find. They did well. I thought they actually did well. I think it was the first half they played some good football. Well, the second half didn't really uh, didn't happen for them. Did you catch much of it? Yeah, I, I didn't. But I certainly agree in a sense that um, you know it's a bit of a, it's been a bit of a strange one for Villa. They, they kind of had the, the manager bounce at the beginning when Gerard came in. They hit, you know, hit the ground running. They were brilliant. Uh, they then had that double, which uh, you know, FPL managers brought in Coutinho, and he hauled for that and so on. Even against United, um, when they when they played your lot, and they, they kind of turned up, and Coutinho sort of you know, started then coming coming into the scene and, and showing what he's capable of. So Villa, yeah, some games you, you see them and the the kind of they don't do what you expect. In other games, they look unreal. You just don't know what you're going to get with them. But, um, you know, 1-0 for Arsenal. I'm sure they'll be happy with that. I mean, the way they celebrated at the end, they certainly looked like that anyway. And Saka, as you as you pointed out there, he's been fantastic. Yeah, and I think he'll only get better and better as seasons go on, I would think. Yeah, and talking about form. So, Villa have lost the last two games of the last five. Uh, obviously, had that manager bounce, as you mentioned. 1-3, lost last two. And Arsenal, four wins in the last five games with one loss in there. But, yeah, Arsenal... Kind of looking good and yeah, celebrating like as if they won a title for or uh, you know, something for the first time in what 15 16 years. Um, uh, yeah, so, it's been yeah. a while, but you know, you know, in, fair, in fairness to them, I know they're celebrating and whatnot, but it just it just goes to show now that how important that top four is to, to teams who've dropped off and you know, you know, the likes of Arsenal when Wenger's left and 
United went to Alex Ferguson. Chelsea have had a, ch- a change of managers and things like that. And, you know, even Spurs, you know, looking now strong towards the end of the season, which we'll probably go on to in a second. It really shows kind of how much teams want that top four, top four and, you know, how competitive it's really kind of become outside of the top two slash three. Yeah, and that, I think that's going to play a big part in this see in this final running now for the season. The, all these teams who are trying to get top four, including United, trying to go to that fourth spot, it's going, they're going to be throwing everything at it because it matters so much. But if we go on to a team who've kind of faded away over over the years since their Premier League win, but have obviously uh, done all right in um, you know respect pretty respectively, like Leicester City two one win against Brentford, Castagna, an FPL favourite of mine last season. He got it back on the score sheet and Madison popping up with the goods. I think uh, a lot of people were picking him. I think he was even the, the, the guru's curveball captain during game week 30. So, yeah, he got back on the score sheet as well and back in the team. Absolutely. And what an absolute rocket or or banger, really, a uh, goal by Castagna. I don't know if you've seen that. That's the game that I did. I did actually watch that game. Um, you know, I, I was kind of hoping Harvey Barnes would, would get a bit more involved, but he got the assist for Castagna. Um, and yeah, what an absolute finish! Um, Leicester were looking, you know, fairly comfortable, I would say, against against Brentford. Um, but you know, Brentford got that goal sort of towards the end of the game, um, which I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they didn't deserve because they weren't the worst sort of throughout the game and whatnot. But I would just say that um, you know the Madison was it free kick it was um, just showed the quality that Leicester are capable of, you know, of. of Kind of turning up with, if you like, they have got that. And um, even when they've got a full strength team, they're more than capable of it. And it was a fantastic free kick by Madison, as I say. You know, two one winners, they'll be happy enough with that because, you know, Leicester, they haven't been great this season, as we know. So, no, I'm sure Madison's on the radar for a lot of managers who haven't got him already. Obviously, playing at United uh, this weekend, uh, which we'll mm-hmm. preview shortly. But set piece, you know, he's he's especially he's like Ward Prowse and he's got it in his locker and he can he can do all sorts. So keeping an eye on him and obviously the last fixture, the one that saved my FPL game week, Son scoring two goals. You know, Harry Kane got the three assists. Uh Ben Rama popping back up for West Ham. So yeah, pretty um pretty interesting there. But yeah, great work from uh, Son and the guru's not here to chat about his Spurs team, but he'd be buzzing with this uh you know London London win. Yeah. He most certainly will, mate. And uh, you know, it, it's a big game. It's a big game. You know, a London, London, not derby as such, but you know, um, it's so, got that sort of, self in it, mate. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's in London. It's, they're in the vicinity. It's it's got that sort of competitiveness, you know, to it whenever they play each other. And um, you know, Ben Rahm has been popping up in the scene lately. You know, he, he got himself on the score sheet, but. You know, Son and Kane look like they're kind of. I said this a little while ago that the, if they can get into any kind of form like they did last season, where they were, you know, hitting it off, providing for each other, you know, scoring goals, and it looks like they're definitely doing that. You know, Kane with three assists, Son with the two goals, as you said. And, you know, it just goes to show that these two signings really, ben, Benton Kerr and Kulagowski, or Kulio, as some people say, um, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how you pronounce it. But, it's going to be so important for them because those guys have, have been great. So, um, yeah, 3-1 win for Spurs. They'll be happy with that. In, in terms of top top four, it keeps that sort of keeps them in that mix, uh, as we've said. And uh, that that's pretty much that for those four games, mate. Yeah, no, and that's yeah, a quick quick brief and a bit of a dive into that one. But like you said, you mentioned like Son and Kane, so important. So it's running now, plus those extra signings who have been performing. 
that Kane and Son double up, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are kind of looking at it now because if they're both on form, you know, there's no point just having one, is there? So that's going to be something we'll, we'll, we'll chat about. But what we'll do, we'll review where our mini leagues are up to. Uh, so I'll share this one now um, in our free mini. So we've got nearly a thousand players in this competition now. Tien, uh, the, the FPL planner who has joined us on the, uh, on the on the stream. Hey, Tien, hope you're good, mate. And you're uh, excited to get back into this final running. Is sitting in first place still in our, um, I know he's been a bit up and down with our guest just recently, but uh, he has gone uh, a couple of points clear uh, in there. So first place in TN, the FPL planner. In second, our guest today, Chama, sitting in second, and we'll get back onto him shortly. In third place, Archie McIntosh. I feel like he's come out of nowhere, Archie, in the, you know, maybe the last two months. He's climbing up that ladder. He had 51 points in during game week uh, 30 on 2,118 points. And bear in mind, uh, our first and second place um, fantasy managers in there in the top 1K. Archie just outside there in the uh, in 1.1. Billy Brannigan, he's been that top five all season. Um, and then in, in fifth place, the little fellas, Ali Bruce Ball from the BBC 606. Um, me and the guru were on that, on that show a couple of weeks ago. We got in there, we had a good time and Ali Bruce Ball has entered the competition in fifth place and you know i'm quite surprised how well he's doing there because you know i think he does try and uh, you, mess you don't you don't rate him is what you're saying you, you yeah, don't think he's a good man listen, or, you know? yeah listen he's a good guy ali but i think you know the, the the team the panel they've got on their podcast you know it's up for debate about this corruption that they get into and you know, the Royal <laughs> and covering all that so, so, so you think he's a, he's sort of above above his head at the moment you think he's um sort of you're going to come back down to earth in these next few Yeah, years. listen, he's, he's only five foot five, is Ali. So I think, he, you know, we can't get too far above his head. Um, oh, you can't um, say that. Come on. <laughs> uh, I think we can, and he'll love it. I hope he's listening and he'll yeah. get around it. But he's starting sixth place. He's dropped off a fair bit. He got a strong score in uh, game week 30. Uh, Donald, um, 2,103 points in with um, sitting in sixth place. But yeah, boys are doing good in there. Um, obviously, the real... They're going to be getting into this final running now. It's going to be really exciting. Um, it's going to be an exciting running there. And I'll just look into the uh, paid mini now as well. Donald, he is top of that one. Um, he is still dominating. He's the best of the uh, of the lot in our paid mini. Um, what has he used? He's free eight, got his 65 points in first place. Jordy Wilson in second, the Newcastle fan. 53 points for him, sitting in 4.3 overall. And Steve Ward, Doing fantastic in there in third place with 2,069 points. And your mate, Kieran King, I'll give him a mention again. I'm sure he does like a mention from you, mate. Uh, is he still hanging on in fourth place there? He's, he's doing well. He's doing all right. I think he's got a couple of chips left as well. Um, you know, Donald doesn't look like he's budging. He's another one. And uh, just FYI or JSYK, whichever you want to put it. He has got a lot of his chips left. Um, so yeah, although, you know, we looked in the free league, there was a few people above him there, I noticed. Um, but, you know, Donal, uh, he's still got a free hit. He's still got a wild card. He's still got his bench boost, you know. So I'm sure he's just, you know, he's going to have a strong end to the season. No doubt about that. But, um, yeah, I'm still trying to catch Kevin, you know. Uh, he's, he's managing to keep uh, keep me at bay at the moment. But, uh, but we'll see what we've got in store for these next few game weeks. Hopefully. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Yeah, that's it. You've got to keep keep the pressure on, mate. But over in other news, manager of the week this week was our very own Elliot Craig. He played his free hit. He got 77 points 
absolutely smashed it in there. Well played, L. And they picked up his second uh, manager of the week award uh, of the season. He had Son as his vice, Saka in the team there, but he had Harry Kane as his captain. 26 points. He set himself up very nicely with that free hit. And he's kind of climbed back up the ladder slightly there. And, you know, he's, he's, he's gone past me, actually, which is quite annoying. But so Elliot got his $20 uh, Aussie dollars cash prize. But in the big news, it was the manager of the month time. And it was our Mrs. Guru herself, uh, Renee. She got 71 points with a free hit. But she did take out the um, take out the ladder in terms of um, she got 200, uh, I think 298 points for the month, which meant she was she claimed the $200 cash prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's got a, she's got her assistant manager being the guru plus her knowledge as well. And she's absolutely smashed in there for the month as well as picking up the manager of the week in game week 28. So $220 she's got herself in cash this, this, um, this month. Really? Yes. What do you think of that, mate? Very well done to, uh, to Renee. Well. Uh, slash yeah. Guru. Uh, you know, <laughs> we know he probably likes a little bit of a, you know, bit of a hand in her team and whatnot. But you know, listen, it's you know, we give all the credit to Renee at the end of the day. You know, she's entered in there, and you know, without her doing that, she wouldn't have been in in, in for the chance to win it. So, you know, happy days made up. She's uh, she's won it. Hopefully, she'll uh, she'll treat the Guru to something nice, and uh, yeah, you know. What else can we say? It just goes to show that no matter what level you're at, FPL manager, you know, you always got a chance in these paid leagues and, you know, month to month, whether you play chips, whether you just pick the right players, differentials, you know, you, you've got that chance to win that cash prize. So that's fantastic, mate. I'm happy about that. Story key to that, mate. You've got to be in it to win it, haven't you? And over Absolutely. to the... Um... You know, with our first uh, female representative winning that manager of the month with Renee, we go over to the women's mini league. So we've got, um, I think we got around fifty girls in this one in this competition. Yeah, fifty on the nose there. So um, and top of that ladder and top of the league, I keep calling it a ladder, mate, because you know in Australia they call it ladders. It's absolutely uh, driving me mad. I keep saying that. So excuse me uh, for anyone obviously in the UK, but obviously I'm in Australia, so ladder it is today. Uh, Karen Spence. First place, 1,976 points. She's in the top 80K. She's been top of that league majority of the season, up and down. Madger in second has uh, been over a couple of times up and down there. But them girls are still smashing it and they're absolutely killing me anyway. So uh, well done, ladies, in the in the women's league and keep doing well in there. Keep that up. And I will just mention in our, in our bonus bank, let's have a look at that bonus bank mini in our last mini league. If you are in this... Uh, I think we took 48, no, 38 of the first, no, 30 of the first registrations in the paid mini. They got free entry into our bonus bank mini competition. It's a head-to-head league. Bit different. Um, and I'm 15th in there. Where are you, Reedy? You are 11th. Uh, you must have lost your, you, you you went down a section there, mate. Not doing too bad I in did, there. He's not in the mix, mate. But it's all about first place. And Donald is winning that competition as oh, well. So. Fine. Yeah. Tom Stone's in second um, and Mark Sargent in third. So well done, fellas. You're still in that mix. It's not an easy competition because of the head-to-head stuff. But yeah, cracking. I mean, that's not too bad at all. But let's get into the important stuff, the mini podcast. Um, let's have a look at this mini league in here. So Dave Watts, Statman Dave in sixth place. 54 points for him this week. Decent, decent run for the Statman. Not seen him on here since maybe game week four, but he's... Uh, you know, yeah, he goes missing a little bit, doesn't he, the stat man? But um, you know, we we know it's for a good reason, and he's uh, 
you know, he's focused on uh, delivering great events for other people, you know, especially <laughs> in Australia. You know, like, maybe, maybe I'm, you know, sort of giving him a bit too much credit there. But listen, he's a nice bit. guy. He's, yeah, you know, we, we'll have him back one day at some point, I'm sure, when he's, uh, you know, got time for us. But yeah, he's yep. at the bottom. So, you know, well, and listen, that, suit, that? that suits me to a T because I'm second from bottom now. Great, uh, Elliot had a, a class week in that 77. I had 48, which I actually wasn't, you know, I was pretty pleased with considering I had a, what did I have? I had four players, I think, play. Uh, who had? I had Ramsdale, uh, Ben White. Uh, oh, this is this my last week one? This is my last week one, is it? No, Sorry. this is 80 points. Point. This, hey. There we go. There we go. So I had uh, Doherty, two points. Ben White, seven. Uh, obviously, Ramsdale didn't play because of that injury. Saka getting the goal on the score sheet got me 11 points. And luckily, I put Son as my vice captain uh, from the previous week. So he, he took the captain's armband. Hold me through. Lucky, lucky boy. Lucky you. boy, man. Oh, lucky man. boy. But you know, him getting that red card. Obviously, it was first game of the weekend, wasn't it? And I was like, oh, no. I mean, I'm in the mud big time. I was on a, I was on a stag do weekend. So it was a, a, a tough one. A tough mm-hmm. one to navigate, um, and but I saw that one, I was like, oh dear. But yeah, I got away with that one, didn't I? With Son, Sonny getting me those two goals. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, luckily there's not, luckily there's not, not really many others that you would have vice captain. So you no. know, you, you probably wouldn't have vice captain the likes of Giotta, maybe Saka. You know, you you could have put it on that, but it was on the right man for you, fortunately, mate. And uh, you still got a chance to kind of creep up the table, maybe as you say, Elliot got a big score. And, but you know, mate, you, st- you know, there's always time. There's still time. You've got chips left as well, so you, yeah. you, you're keeping going with that score, mate. You should be yeah, happy. I think I think that's a. On another note, I think it's another one why you want to spread that risk with the the captain, the vice captain, because um, yeah. in that in that scenario, that covered my ass, didn't it? Oh, hundred million percent, hundred million percent. You've uh, some would say you got you got lucky. You know, you would say it was probably a genius uh, move. Ex- so, experience know. manager, you know, second year in FPL <laughs> experience, mate. You can't teach it, can you? More experience on Netflix by the sounds of things. Not wrong, not wrong, mate. Um, so let's get on to Elliot Craig. We did mention before manager of the week, second one of the season, seventy-seven points in game week thirty. He's obviously not on the podcast tonight. He hasn't been on for about four weeks, five weeks, actually. He's becoming a bit of a part-timer, is Elliot, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know... He's contributed more than Steve Bruce did for, for Newcastle, I think, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just about, but um, you know what? He, he's still he can, he's still keen on his FPL. You can tell that with uh, with his free hit there. And, you know, he's got above you, as you said. So he's he's you know, he's obviously taking it seriously still and wants to kind of get up the, up, up the ladder, as you as you alluded to, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you make a bit of a drinking game out of this every time I say ladder, you need to do a shot or something. <laughs> yeah, well, imagine Jesus. Oh, we'll end up absolutely smashed. Get the tequila out. Yeah, I don't know how that'll go. But we yeah, those four... all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say those four players, you know, that you know, Madison, Son, Kane, Saka, he's nailed that in picking those players there. The Wolves assets, you know, one point each, yeah, and Saar as well. Um, yeah. On another week, that game could have went smoothly. Jimenez don't get sent off, and he gets six points from each and potentially some bonus. But you know, Tierney, another one for him. Yeah, he's, he's done great, hasn't he, mate? He's, he's done great. As I say, with those yeah. four main picks, is uh, is the one. Yeah, and it's definitely one of the better free hit. I don't think I've seen many stronger free hits than that for game week thirty. So yeah, some lovely picks. Uh, you know, we 
in our the free hit that we built in game week 30 on the podcast, Madison was obviously in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Son was in there. I think Saka was in there. Kane was in there. I think you were you were a big fan of uh, Lacazette. I think in, for that previous game week for putting him in. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. I feel like you did. Might have to go back mm-hmm. to that one. But uh, Tony uh, was in there. Obviously, didn't get the business done in that last game, but he, he'd been in some good form with five goals in his previous uh, two hat-trick against Norwich and two against Burnley. Is he, like, where, where is he at next? He's at Chelsea away, West Ham. I mean, I know this is a free hit team, but would you have him in long-term, Ivan Tony? I mean, there's a couple of greens in there, a couple of, quite a few good home games. Probably yeah. not, probably yeah. not. Um, I think, you know, it's very much a case of he got that, that, you know, those two double-digit scores and, you know, he did get penalties and stuff. And, and you look at the opponents he was kind of playing, you'd almost expect him to be involved somehow. But if you look at Brent, Brentford's um, kind of fixtures moving forward, I'd, I'd say, you know, with the games that are coming up, especially teams having doubles, you know, you're probably not going to want him. Um, you know, you've got the likes of Weghorst, um, you know, who's a little bit cheaper, who has, I think it's, what, five games in the next three game weeks. You know, people are probably going to go to him if they've got Tony, you know. So I, I wouldn't say if you've... It depends what other fires you've got to put out on your team. If, if you've got more important things, you just leave him in there. Maybe it's your bench fodder. But if not, I'd say sling him. <laughs> sling your rock, son. Get him out. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, man. Yeah, got some good um, good points there. On to another part-timer on the podcast, Ollie Walker-Peel, one of the busiest busiest guys I know. He's like 18 or something, isn't he? So 65 points this week for game week 30. Very good score. Didn't use a chip. Uh, didn't make any transfers either. But he'd set himself up nicely in this game. Um, obviously, a couple of ones didn't go his way, way with um, Ericsson. Ericsson, uh, did he? Not, he didn't play. He didn't play game week thirty. No, he, um, he missed out. He missed out. Must have had a knock in it, but um, yeah, a couple of good picks in there from him. Obviously, Son and Saka, and of course the captain's armband and Harry Kane. Um, yeah, good he, picks from him and set himself up nicely, didn't he? He did indeed. He did, and you know what? Ollie's probably been a little bit unfortunate. Although I am grateful for this. Uh, that Leicester conceded uh, right near the end because, you know, Schmeichel, Sionchu, Amarty, all on for clean sheets and that, and that would have been huge for him. Um, so he has been unlucky, but at the same time, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> so, yeah, but good, good, some good picks in there, as you said, Son and Kane, mainly that, you know, those two. Having those two, you know, you've certainly, anyone who's got had them for that game week, sorry, has, has benefited, no doubt. Yeah, no, spot on, mate. So a good score from him, but on to second place, sitting 177,000 overall. God, you're doing better than last season, really, aren't you? Um, point, points this season, 1,924, 52 points for game week 30. Christopher Reed, take it away, son. Oh, what could have been, I suppose, I'm looking at? You know, Rafinha brought him in my wild card. What a, the probably... I'd say possibly the worst. No, no, well, the Vardy, the Vardy one was the worst decision. Vardy was that a was bad one, worst. yeah. That was yeah. a bad one. Um, but the Rafinha one as well, I've not even had him in my sort of team this season. And I bring him in and, yeah, get nothing from him. So, yeah, he missed out, obviously, in that Leeds game. Um, and then, you know, the likes of Lacazette, Coutinho, not getting me many points. I brought in Harvey Barnes over Madison. Uh, that's another one. But, you know, I was fairly happy with it because on a blank game meet like it was, you know, 52 points. It is pretty solid. It's pretty decent, to be fair. You know, the, the Wolves assets yeah. conceded, so that went out the window for me. 
and uh, the same with 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 Spurs and Doherty, you know, West Ham scoring. Um, but I'm quite content with that, mate. It keeps me in the mix. 177k. I've been bouncing around that sort of 100 to to 200k for the last few game weeks. It's so frustrating, but it just goes to show how close it is still. You know what I mean? It's literally a case of five to ten points can fly you up the ranks and so on. So that's me aim to keep pushing, mate. Yeah, and no, no doubt you'll uh, you'll keep yeah trying to get them right picks, but. You know, te- you know, you would have had 10 players out, obviously, albeit the Rafinha one. I mean, 10 players on the pitch would have been good from, obviously, decisions, uh, you know, over the strategy over the last couple of weeks. So, listen, you were probably unfortunate with that and that could have crept you a bit higher, but you did take a minus four, so 48 for that week. You know, you're on par with me there, mate. Uh, and I didn't even manage my team that week, so a bit embarrassing <laughs> for me. <laughs> No, I was, on, I was on par, but don't forget, like you forgot and left Son as your vice. Whereas, I don't, I don't even have, listen, I don't even have to look after my team. Like it just does it for me. <laughs> do you know what I mean, I've set it up so well. Uh, well, you say that, <laughs> but the average—I mean, the average was twenty-eight. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah. So you know, you, you've got kind way of above. Plan. Yeah, way above, mate. So mate, you, you know, we we all know. Yeah, thank you. I mean, at the end of the day, though, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to take too much credit because we all kind of know how difficult in that game week it was to get yeah. a green arrow. It was really, really difficult because, you know, there wasn't really much much happening in terms of everyone's going to have the same players or similar players. And you haven't, if you're picking, say you're on a free hit, you're picking attacking players from one team and the defences on the other team. It's like so difficult. You know, you just had to, if you were playing a free hit or you were making your transfers, they had to be the right ones and get a bit lucky. But yeah, you're right, mate. You did leave your team and you managed to <laughs> to get the same as me. So well done to you, bud. But, you know, the, the proof is in the pudding there. I'm 177k and, you know, I don't know what you are. Are you, are you still talking? Down. I don't know where you're at, mate. I don't know where you're at. That's what I'm saying. And, you know. Right, anyway. Anyway, let's get on to the Guru's team. He's not here tonight. Obviously, we can slag him off a little bit. So, yeah, 39 points. Terrible score from him. Um, no, I'm joking, Matt. Obviously, he's, he's, some of the things haven't paid off for him there. Unlucky with the Martinelli one. He didn't play. Because, I mean, I thought he was going to play that game. Uh, but then he wasn't. He didn't make the squad, did he? Um, Son, the captain, great choice there. Unlucky with the Wolves back three. Cause I didn't see that. I thought. Yeah, like we said earlier, I thought Wolves would get something out of that game versus Leeds. Didn't really see Leeds coming away with three points and so many goals as well. Uh, but Ted Lasso managed to make it happen for the Leeds team there, didn't he? Um, and obviously Coutinho, bit of a quieter game. Uh, and Danny Ings, quiet as well, just getting the one point in that game because he only got eight minutes on the pitch. Yeah, that was actually weird, wasn't it? Because um, he started with two up front, hadn't he? Uh, Gerard as well. Uh, Watkins and Ings, he looked quite good with the two up top, and that uh, was it more of a diamond midfield, wasn't it? But he kind of went with that 4 3 3 in that game, um, exactly. Yeah, and I don't think from what I've seen this year, you know, with Villa when they played the two strikers and Coutinho behind, they seem to benefit from it a lot more. They so, great, you know, didn't they? Yeah, they did look good in the, yeah, in the games yeah, with them. That's yeah. it. The fact that he's changing it up and maybe putting his four four three threes and stuff, um, bit of a strange one. Maybe it's a tactical thing, maybe it's you know, for the, for the opponent, that's the reason he's doing it. But I just want to allude to quickly uh, Kilman there for Wolves. You know, really unlucky with that one. I think a lot of FPL managers, you know, a few weeks back or a couple of weeks back, were saying that, you know, he's nailed out of all the Wolves defence, apart from Cody, you know, of course. But Bolly came back in and it looks like Kilman's kind of been um, put to the side a little bit. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens for the remainder of the season with him. But, yeah, low score for the Guru. Thankful. Uh, I'm thankful for that, obviously, so I can maybe make some ground on it. Yeah, what what you do? You fancy your chances doing that or what? 
Oh, I got close to him. Um, I got oh, close to him not long ago, and yeah, that body won't kill me with wild card and all that sort of stuff. So I've got ground to make up, but listen, there's uh, plenty more to play for, and it's not impossible. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're in what game week thirty-one coming up. Plenty of games to play. I mean, have you got a strategy coming up, Reedy? Well, next, have you got a bit well, of strategy? I've got, I've got two chips left. He's only got one, so you know. Is that what you're relying on? You're just relying on the chips. Uh, not necessarily, but that's going to give me, um, you know, give me a, a boost. That's for sure. It just depends when, you know, when I play those chips. Um, so we'll see, mate. Listen, I don't want to um, blow me trumpet too much because it's kind of with egg on my face. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to, to to try and catch him. That's for sure. All right, fair enough. Uh, well, what we're going to do now, we've got uh, plenty of uh, plenty of content still to come your way, guys. We've got our guest section next. We've got the game week preview. And uh, even though the guru isn't here, we have got his guru section. So we're going to discuss that along with our guests when when uh, yeah we bring him in. But yeah, lot, lots more to come, Reedy, uh, and a few discussion points of uh, what to expect. But we'll be back right after this. Here we go. So we are here now with our special guest. He's 686 overall in the world. He's absolutely flying. He's second in our FPL Addicts free mini league. Uh, he's not doing bad at all. He is a Liverpool fan. That is the only bad thing I've got to say about this guy. But the coaching classic Chama is live in the studio with us here right now. Chama, how are we, son? Hey Jack, what's up guys? I'm so, so happy to be around with you guys. And um, yeah, I, I've been looking forward to joining you on your pod. I, of course, I'm a keen follower of your pod, especially when I'm commuting, you know. It's a nice pod. I really like like the way you do your pod. It's really fun to be here today. I'm really excited. No, no, brilliant, mate. No, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. And like you said, you know, we know you're a keen follower and you've been you're jumping on YouTube and you're in the comments and you're always checking in. So listen, thank you so much, firstly, for your all your support. And obviously, secondly, obviously delighted to have you on the pod. And we're, we're excited to get a bit of your advice today and your opinion and seeing what this next couple of weeks is like, because me and Reedy have got absolutely no idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> me neither, guys. <laughs> 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 Really, any thoughts on that, mate? Yeah, I mean, uh, oof. <laughs> listen, you know, I know, I know, like we all pretend we, we know what we're doing, but oh my god, after this international break, and you know, if you do take your foot off the gas or you, you know, you eye off the ball a little bit, it certainly does prove difficult to get back into it, you know. But it's um, there's a lot of time to do that sort of and, and get consumed by content and um, you know all the you know the press conferences and so on. But listen, welcome to the pod, Chama. Fantastic shirt, first and foremost, mate. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Love that. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, the proper red, the proper, proper, um, you know, the proper one, the proper one. The Premier League, that's the one, isn't it, oh, Give it a rest, give it a rest. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, welcome to the pod, mate. It's great to have you on. I've heard you in Twitter spaces, you know, you know, I know you've been in a few of those speaking and so on, and I know they've been so popular in the, in the FBL community. So it's great to have you on here, mate. Welcome. Oh, Thanks, perfect. man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. No, pleasure again, mate. And obviously, we've got uh, one of your biggest rivals watching as well, the FPL planner, who is first in our free midi and chammer. Have you got, have you got any words for the planner? Are you, are you coming after him? <laughs> well, I, I, I am looking over my head 
under him because yeah he's a he's a top manager if you see him the way he manages his team the way he plans his team he's really a top manager i'm always keen on seeing what he is doing and what next move he's making what he's saying on twitter too he also it's also helpful to follow him he's such a great planner i really like the way he plays but yeah i'm I'm just following. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> oh, man, we can't. It's going to be an unbelievable end to the season between you two. We're very excited. But listen, we're gonna we're gonna get into it a little bit. Obviously, we want to want to find out a bit more about you. Want to get into how your your FPL style. But you've been playing for eight years in FPL. I was having a look for your game week history earlier. Uh, you've had some nice finishes, mate. You definitely, obviously, done better, well better than me. But uh, congratulations, eight years in. That nearly makes you a veteran, uh, of course. But how would you describe your uh, your FPL managerial style? You know, what kind of manager are you? Well, um, I I have changed over the years. I would say, um, yeah, because of course, if you start, you have to start somewhere. Like thinking like FPL is like watching football, like normal football or playing actual football. So you have to start in that mindset. But over the years, I have changed to come to the point where I only think about FPL as points, points game. It's about the points. It's not about who scored the goals. It's not about where you get the points. It's all about how many points you have. So yeah, I'm a planner, like the FPL planner himself. So I do a lot of planning. I'm, I don't necessarily always follow the plans I set for myself, but there is always a plan that I set. Because the things nice. the game changes over every like every other game week the games changes like one one player can get injured and everything can change or a new fixture can come in and a lot of things can change so it depends on how I'm going but the plan is always there for me but I don't necessarily always use the plan and about hits I do take a lot of hits sometimes if I do mistakes like I use them when I make mistakes or if I see an opportunity to take in the game then I do use the hits or I use my chips. Or something like that but the hits i don't necessarily say i am a maverick hit taker or i am not a maverick hit. it depends on the season how many mistakes i do or or, or things like that yeah yeah nice so not like the, the hitman christopher reed who's you know he's taking some big hits week in week out um <laughs> do you know what my, my my approach has changed slightly i think that is you change week to week apparently now don't you i, I change all the time <laughs> mate. this is this is how diverse fbl is you know what i mean like it's great as as Jam said there Jam said there it's you know it's it's a case of you've got to have a plan. Everyone's got to have some form of plan. You know, otherwise we'd all just go on YouTube and we'd all, you know, content creators, we could all just follow their team and have the same team as them, like a template team or whatever. And we'd finish in the same place. You know, you, you play your own game and you, you take your own risks and all the rest of it, or you try and plan as, as well as you kind of can. And I was taking hits at one point, And I think then what kind of changes is overall rank? And, um, you know, certainly being in a lot of sort of Twitter spaces and the FPL community has made me think that way um, on overall rank. And that, you know, certainly from a mini league perspective, whether you're in free mini leagues, paid mini leagues or whatever it might be, um, if you focus on your overall rank, then really you, sh- you should be kind of top of those or, you know, there or thereabouts. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, though, different. You know, different managers, uh, different people have different approaches. And I don't think, you know, there's the argument, isn't it, on the stats guys, the, the, the eye test guys and stuff like that. And, you know, there is a bit of a difference in the eye test there. Sorry, the stats guys certainly think that they have the upper hand. Um, but it's just all about enjoying the game and having fun at the end of the day. And I think that, that's what it's about. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, Chama, you sound like it sounds like you're quite reactive in a way. Even though you have got a plan, you will do quite the reactive, reactive kind of ones. Is that is that from 
something you've just got you developed yourself or is that something that you've you've looked at other people's styles and for you know you looked at reading on the this guy likes hits it's a bit more fun uh or you're a bit more reactive i'll do it i'll do it within i'll look at my team about five minutes before and go yeah i like him so you're, you're yeah. a bit of a mix in between or yeah <laughs> yeah i'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of in between i'm like again he talk about stats or you talk about reactive or proactive I'm, I'm 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 both sometimes i'm very um conservative manager it like if you look at my 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 team for the last seven or eight game weeks i think i took only one hit during that period normally i will take a lot of hits so it yeah. depends on how my team is looking so it, it's all about if i'm comfortable with the team i have then i don't need to you know act that much but if there is an opportunity that i see i'm very opportunistic when it comes to fpl so if there's an opportunity and i see it i always want to go for that opportunity but i have to justify the opportunity by myself not just uh from other people but by myself justify that this is a good opportunity to take and then i will take it so again when it comes to the stats and when it comes to the eye test i'm neither there neither here so i think both of them are very very important so if you can watch as many games as possible you watch them if you can look at the numbers there are some stats i like to look at like in particular for example expected points like i say i don't look at fpl as goals or or assist anymore i look at it as points so i want to okay. look at it players the, the the assets that will give you the more expected points because um i think it is it is proven that um to predict future points or something like that or future performances the best uh matrices at this point in time is the expected numbers and in fpl we are talking about the points so i would rather look at the expected points of a player rather than look at the expected goals and things like that yeah, nice. Awesome. That's good insight. What what do you what do you use? Do you use a different tool or like a certain website or do you use the fantasy website to do you want to look at your expected points sort of stuff? Yeah, I use the fantasy websites. I use uh, Fantasy Football Hub website. They have a very good model. I understand how they calculated their expected FPL points. So yeah. it's easy for me to just extract those numbers from them and then I do my own analysis based on what I wanna see and then from there I will make my own decisions. Yeah, beautiful, mate. You got a couple of fans uh, on the show here, man, like Chama from Gerard Blell and uh, Vladimir Jensen, Badman Chama. Got a couple of fans there, mate. <laughs> um, oh, there we go. There we go. And uh, yeah, can you uh, debrief your season so far uh, versus previous seasons? Yeah, um, this season, something that I did very well was about the start of my season. I I think over the past uh, few seasons, I have always been that manager who starts the season not so well, but as the season progresses, I become better and better. That is usually my trend in terms of FPL. And also when it comes to captaincy, I used to be a little bit lagging behind when it comes to captain. But captain was not somewhere I, I, really, I really had strength on. But when it comes to managing my overall team, it was always there for me to manage my FPL team. So then I realized this, I think, a couple of seasons ago that really my captaincy was very, very bad. And then I decided to work on my captaincy to improve that aspect of my game by making by playing it simple because I was complicating things over the past few seasons. Uh, okay. Then I decided, okay, you just need to simplify the captaincy and then the other aspect of your game, you can do what you have been doing. So, yeah. and in terms of, improving my start this season um over the past few seasons i was always those managers who will say okay i want to use my wild card maybe in this particular game week so you are planning for that set of game weeks then that game week comes 
you want a wildcard. Maybe you don't even use the wildcard at that point. So this season, I decided, you know what? I'm not even going to think about what is going to happen. So I'm only going to think about the immediate, which was the first three game weeks, something like that, and then focus on those three game weeks. How do I maximize the points I get on these three game weeks? Yeah. If the wildcards become necessary after those three game weeks, I use use the wildcard. If it is not, then I go on with my wildcard, keep it in my pocket. So that is the kind of thing I change this season by trying to have a very strong start and then build on that. Yeah, beautiful, man. You've, you know, since game week one, what you hit 26K in game week one, and you haven't even been below that. You've you've just gone from strength to strength. I think about halfway through the season, you kind of went back to the 20K uh, on game week 17. And then since then, yeah, you've not looked back, have you? Yeah, I have not really. Uh, it has been, yeah, well, well, there, luck has played a major part, like they always say. FPL is all about luck. You have to put yourself in a position to get lucky. And I think that is what i did this season and it has been working for me i've been really lucky to be honest <laughs> yeah we all, we all need a bit of luck in there mate i know reedy gets gets a fair bit of luck don't you mate <laughs> oh listen you know we love a bit of luck every now and then when it doesn't go our way and we don't get lucky we absolutely despise it and hate it you know um but yeah you know i think as you, just just before we move on to anything else uh Chama, you, as you say about the captain picks you know, something I struggled with last season and I tried to maybe get be- you know better at this season. The Salah captain or the Salah Perma captain, um, I think definitely made people's minds easier and, and, and something to forget about if you like. You know, it was like, right, I've not got to chop and change my captain. It's on Salah and that's it. You know, I leave it. So that I think this season has played a, a key part in things and maybe people getting, you know, higher ranks or whatever. Um, but you know, as Jack's just said, you know, you, you it's quite easy to fall down in a game week by a substantial amount in rank. You know, you've got to then sort of think about what, what are you going to do the next week to kind of get back up or even get even further than that. And and you've done phenomenal in doing that, mate, as a, as a Jack said. But you just wanted to say in regards to um, game week 31, um, transfers, you know, captains and things like that, just to discuss on that. Have you got any any thoughts so far? Have you have you delved that far into it? You know, we're in Friday, we're on Friday now. We've got press conferences. The game week is back tomorrow. You know, just talk to me, mate. What's uh, what's your sort of thoughts on it? Yeah, game week thirty one. I think it's a very very tricky game week to come because of the international break. Of course, um, Salah would have been a very easy captain for everybody this game week, and I think many will go with Salah. And I, I would not be surprised if I go with Salah in, in the end of the day, but I will leave it late for me personally. The fact that Liverpool are the first game, is going to play the first game of the week, maybe we may know if he starts or not, maybe. So I want to know that because I'm, I'm a bit worried because of what happened with him in the international break when he went to Senegal and all those things. So I'm he he's not going to go to the World Cup and things like that. So it's a bit tricky for me on that regard. Trent is out, of course. Maybe I think, but I think he should be out. <laughs> is it? Is he? Do we? Do we keep him? Do we sell him? You know, these these are the sort of talking points that, yeah. we're, that we're on about. Yeah, yeah. Know? In yeah, in terms of keeping strength, I'm not gonna touch him uh, because mm. I kind of build my team in a way that I have a lot of value in my squad. Yeah, I was so just saying I that you've got like is it 100, what, 107 mil you've got now your team value? Hundred six point four, I think he's got. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, so you got a, you yeah. got a big value team. Yeah, so you're not looking to lose any of your big assets, really, yeah. have you? Yeah. Exactly. So I can I can bench him and I I, I can yeah. afford to bench him. So and also I have already used my uh, bench boost. The, one of these one of the reasons I used it was because I wanted to attack the final eight game weeks with just the eleven players like the 
perfect 11 players to go with for the final stretch. Also, the big teams are going to have a doubles here and there, Man City, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, they are all going to have good fixtures over the over the run. So you can focus on the on, on, on these main assets. So, But when it, when it comes to the captain, to be honest, I don't know what I'm going to do. It can be Salah. Um, it can be even Van Dijk, I, <laughs> to, to be honest. Because I, Trent is not available. And um, I think Liverpool will keep a clean sheet. And um, if Salah don't start, I would just keep give it to Van Dijk. No, fair enough. I mean, it's a strong setup. I mean, obviously, Reedy, you're going to be back in that, but you know the you know Van Dijk and Salah assets, aren't you? You know, yeah, you like a bit of them. I do. I brought in Van Dijk myself, and you know, I think he's uh, he's definitely a good pick. You know, people are looking at Chelsea assets though and their fixtures, and um, that's what's going to be tricky. You know, sort of if you've not got a wild card, um, it's going to be tricky. Sort of kind of getting all these players in that you maybe want, but um, not selling Trent. I think it's, it's 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 a better decision, you know, not to sell him, and, and you might as well keep him, especially with the value that's that's tied up in him. You know, you you sell him, you've then got to buy him at that high price and so on. Um, I got him out of my wild card. Wish I didn't, <laughs> you know. So I think I think it's definitely wise to keep him, especially as well that you've kept Salah. Um, will he be in the right frame of mind? I think he's more than capable of banging a hat trick against Watford. We've seen what he's done in the definitely. past and so on. So yeah, I like it. So you've got how many how many transfers have you got in the in the locker, Chama? You got yeah. Got one, no, I, I just go. I, I have one. I took a hit last game week. Actually, I like I say, I'm an opportunistic type of manager. I went mm. with two Leicester players. That was Fofana and uh, Henacho. I know it's crazy right now. Yeah, if you wow. look at it in, in hindsight, it, yeah. it was a crazy one to to do. Um. Yeah, Inacho could have easily scored, I think, in that game. He had a big chance and he created one chance that Leicester should have scored. So mm-hmm. I felt unlucky there in, in Inacho. But because of body was out and Daka was also unavailable, it was almost written that he was going to start that game. And if he starts against Brentford... You, you were going to gar- say guaranteed then, weren't you? <laughs> no, 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 not guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> you will back him to start, I would say, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah, and... Um, I know not many managers were going to go there. So I see that as an opportunity. These are the kind of yeah. opportunities that I like to take. And with Fofana, it was all about, you know, uh, maybe I was a bit biased, like because he played the the music in the in the, in the the European conference. He scored a goal oh, yeah. and he, yeah. he was he was buzzing, you know. So I was expecting him to come back into the team because they're going to have the international break and things like that after yeah. after that game. But in, in the end, he did not start. So it was one of those ones I missed, but I am happy with it going forward. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. But I, th- I think, like, the natural one is, is probably a great shout. Obviously, his ownership is so low as well. And what a differential that would have been uh, if he'd hit and... And we and we know it takes that look as we've mentioned, and that could have been a yeah. that could have been huge payoff for you, um, and, and obviously yeah, and kept you and got those vital points that you needed. So yeah, not a bad shout at all. Obviously in game week thirty, you got burnt by Jimenez. But I'm looking at this team. Obviously we're t- discussing a few transfers for you now. Possibly I do notice yeah. there's a lack of Manchester players in there. Obviously Manchester City. Um, I can't see one in there. Is there any plans for any Manchester City assets? Yeah, d- definitely, definitely. Um. I'm just gonna wait for the Liverpool fixture to 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 to, to yeah. get past, and then I will be fully on Manchester City. I have my targets on on City. I I had like three City players 
in, in, in the last few game weeks, I had Laporte and Cancelo, but because of, of course, the double game weeks. Like I say, again, yeah. opportunity comes here. I want to attack the doubles, so I when I wildcarded, I just get rid of, of all the Man City players. But of course, they're going to come back, and um, possibly game week 33 is when I pencil for to bring them back in. Yeah, perfect. So I suppose that's kind of... Um... We've got obviously a few more questions for you. And I mean, a few teams and assets that are on your watch list for the listeners who you're looking to bring in, you know, either immediately or, you know, you've already alluded to bringing those City players back in. So I'm guessing they're going to be on there. But yeah, what, what other players are you looking at um, or teams to be keeping an eye on? Yeah, of course, it's City, Chelsea. These are the two teams really I am really yeah. targeting um, when it comes to the running. For my team personally, I would say, because... Um, I am focusing on the 11. So at Chelsea, Rhys James is the obvious one. And um, uh, Kai Havertz, he's, he's doing really well right now. But I really yeah. like Mason Mount too. He's doing really well. But um, City, I think, is the team that we should be really targeting. And especially after the Liverpool fixture. They have a good fixture in this game with Burnley. But I think after the Liverpool fixture, could be a very good time to, to, to you know, go full, full-fledged on, on City. And the players I target, of course, is the defence. Cancelo, their defensive numbers are insane this season. They are averaging mm-hmm. less than 1xG per game in terms of xxxgc per game. So they are almost guaranteed to keep a clean sheet in every, in every other game. So their defence is really good. And Laporte, 5.9 million now or 5.8 million. I think yeah. he's a very good pick. But because we always want to go with the sexy pick that is Cancelo. Cancelo is very good, <laughs> but I think yeah. he's very close. Laporte is very close to him when it comes to FPL. When Laporte starts, he's always having most of their chances. Currently, I think of all the defenders in the, in the league, he has the most number of shots inside the box. Cancelo takes a lot of shots. He has the most shots in, this, in the mm-hmm. league in terms of defenders. But most of his shots are coming from outside the box. Of course, he can score here and there. He has one goal so far this season. And um, actual assists, he has five actual assists. And then I think he has some extra FPL assist, which is not enough when you consider um, how we portray Cancelo to be. He should be getting much more than that. Of course, his performance, he's underperforming in, in, in a way, so he, he could be getting more. But Laporte, I think, is really somebody uh, we should be targeting. And in midfield, you have uh, Mares and uh, Fodin. I think those are the two players I target. KDB is a very good pick. But this season, he is more about goals than assists. And KDB, we know him more about assists. So I don't yeah. know where his assist has gone this season. <laughs> but Mares is really good. Mares is a really good pick. After Salah, he is having the highest number of expected points from the fantasy football hub, like over the course of the season. So if he starts, of course, that one, everyone knows that. Mares, if he starts, he's a very, very, very good pick. So if we, yeah, if we just can yeah, nice. predict what Pep is going to do during that period, it's going to be, it's going to help. But those right. two is... I, mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. So you're bringing in the Man City squad for your next couple of game weeks, which sound, <laughs> sounds like a good yeah, po- play. <laughs> po- possi- possibly three. Possibly three will come. Beautiful, um, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, nice. And listen, it's not, I'm sure a lot of fantasy managers are looking that way as well. So you know, it's it's definitely ones I'm going to look into as well. Uh, I'm looking at that. But going back to something else I wanted to ask you, I mean, game week 32 to 38, we're on the final running now. I could, like, yeah. You must be get the sweats every day about this now because you've got a real chance of winning <laughs> winning this like FPL <laughs> the whole thing you're 600 you know 686 how are you how are you gonna how are you gonna this strategy you talked about city players you know you talked about maybe taking you know three games at a time but how are you gonna are you gonna win FPL you've got a chance <laughs> well I I, I I I think it's it will be very tight for me to win now it's very difficult but yeah at least I'm close 
I like I'm in the top 1k right now so if I can get into the top 100 that will be something that I would target so maybe I'm planning on how to do that and currently I still own have my triple captain chip but there is Beautiful. not a very good option to use the triple captain after that game week 26 when I decided not to use it on Salah so right now like I say is about getting the big big boys that is the Man City boys the uh, the Chelsea boys and then the Liverpool boys so for the running, especially for their double game we coming in. Liverpool, I'm already I already have the triple Liverpool players, but I wish I had the robots, you know, instead of instead of Van Dyke. But still I still feel Van Dyke is a very good pick. So the running is just about getting the the the, 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 the top picks from the big teams and then you know and then see where, where it leads me to. So but in terms of strategy, it's just about focusing on the 11 players that I have now. I'm, I don't have any headaches of, you know, my bench boost. I'm I try to build a squad for the bench boost and things like that. So I just want to have a very strong 11 to yeah. go for the running. And I think as well, you used your, um, I know you used your wild, your wild card uh, chip in 26 instead of the triple captain, didn't you? So I know you still captain yeah. Salah, which, uh, you know, no one in their right mind would have done. Um, but, <laughs> How did just just to kind of like say that you've got that triple captainship left now, and you know with these games that are left, it's it's almost like you've got to kind of pick the right time to use it now. Do you regret not using it then, or do you think because I mean you did amazing by the way, 130 points on that wild card team was yeah, amazing well, and yeah, yeah brilliant. So do you regret though maybe not using it then, or do you feel happy now that you've got an opportunity at some point to you know utilize that triple captainship the best way you can? Yeah, regret. I don't think I regret it because I think I look like beyond that. Like that was the next four game weeks. The points did not come as I would have expected, especially the free hit in game week 27. I used the free hit. I got very like I, because it was a low scoring week. So the free hit did not work well. So mm. the free hit was not, I was not happy with the free hit points. But overall, the strategy to use the wild card instead of use the triple captain, it was a very like obvious one for me to do. Because when I checked, yeah. when I when I weighed the two options, I realized because the triple captain at the end of the day, um, it was it's just they have the extra points. Stella scored twenty eight points, so the triple captain has had the twenty eight extra points from Salah. Of course, it could have been more. Salah could have scored way more than that in that game week. But even if it had gone to thirty points or thirty five points, if I triple captain Salah in another game week where he gives me twenty points or ten points, something like that, ten points, which is thirty, so. I'm, I'm only losing about 18 points at the end of the day because I captain him anyway. So I'm only losing 18 points. So what do I get during that period when I do the wildcard? And how do I set my mm -hmm. team to go all the way to the end of the season? Yeah. So all yeah. those things were, were important. And um, yeah, I did not regret it anyways. I think it was the That's right good. play for me. Um, and it should, yeah, it, my rank improved. Yeah, it's just about weighing that up, isn't it? And, and I think, as you say, when you compare it, you know, you look at people who wildcarded in 26 instead of, you know, um, sort of trip captain and Salah, and it worked out really well for people just like yourself. So, you know, it, it it's it's interesting to know that, you know, whether from your point of view, where you're so, you rank so high, you know, would other people have regretted it? Because maybe their wildcard didn't go as well or their free hit or whatever it might have been. So um, I think the way you've explained it in terms of having a plan or having a reason behind you doing that certainly uh, it justifies it. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that, nice. mate.
yeah, listen, spot on, <clears throat> excuse me, so much good information and insight, so in-depth, Chama. Uh, obviously, that and that, that shows in what your position is in the league at the moment, mate. But got a couple more things. Um, you know, you're going to join us for the rest of the podcast, which I hope is okay for your timings. Yeah, uh, we've got sure, a few sure. more things to get into. But uh, before we move on, obviously, you've got your own podcast as well, and you're obviously very active on Twitter. Uh, where can everyone find your content, mate? Yeah, I'm um, go to classic at the uh, on 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 Twitter, of course, and uh, any Apple pod is go to classic. But um, on YouTube, we are on Jolla Football Bantaba because it's a podcast channel where we do uh, oh, it's a YouTube channel where we do a lot of stuff, not just fantasy football. We do stuff yeah. on football about Gambian football because, of course, I'm a Gambian. I didn't say that, but I'm I'm from the Gambia. And, um, you know, we are buzzing during the African Cup of Nations. It was our first time going to the African Cup of Nations oh, and wow. things like that. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. But I'm currently in Japan, but anyways, yeah. So you can find me on Jolla Football Bantam. Where else would you be? You know, Where else would you be in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. We'll have to find a bit, a bit more after the podcast what you're doing in Japan. Yeah. But, so that's it. Uh, obviously, that's if you want to give um, yeah, give, give um, Chapman a follow, make sure you jump on his on Twitter, get on the Code 2 Classic podcast podcast plenty of football content on there not just fpl as well uh and here's a couple of quick fire ones for you as well chandler we've got some questions on here now um we've got on this one from quentin cr7 and sancho uh, yes or no for bringing them in yes yeah all right perfect i was looking at sancho actually sounds like that gives me a bit of confidence uh next one uh would madison be a good option versus united I will not do the transfer. I will not do the transfer. I will not do the transfer because of there are other priorities, of course. But oh. yeah, I will not put it beyond him to score against United because United they concede every time. It's, you know, it's, it's United, another one of those, isn't it? Not if not if not you brought him in game week thirty, you keep him in. If you haven't, yeah. don't bring him in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one for you. Uh, would you wild card this week or next? If you if you had the if I had the wild card, if I had the wild card. Yeah, I'm usually the one who wanna, you know, use the wildcard and then have a long term view. So yeah. I think if I had the wildcard now, I think I would be tempted to use it this week more than the wait till next week. Yeah. I like that answer. Uh next one, Madison or Barnes. I presume that's for this game week. Yeah, I prefer Madison. I am on the Madison. I never really um fancy I never had him in FPL, to be honest. Barnes. I have yeah. Madison many times and he has done great things for me even this season when he had those that good run he was in my team so yeah i will go madison all right perfect mate well listen it's been an absolute pleasure to get to know uh, a bit more about you um chamber and obviously so much good insight and i'm sure there's gonna be a few more people following your journey now as we get this last run in but listen sit tight we're gonna be back straight after this and you're gonna help us uh, navigate some of our transfers and maybe get a bit of advice as well Okay, guys, we are into this next section now. We're going to be doing our own kind of captains and transfers. Uh, Christopher Reed, you're going to kick us off, mate. Uh, what are your plans for this game week? Oh, my plans for this game week? Well, they're amazing. I'm going to take a, you know, 20, minus 20 point hit. <laughs> Bring in all my favourite players. Everyone we've just discussed, City players. No, of course I'm not because, yeah, I'm, it's all about rank now, I suppose. But I've made my move already. Um and I made this early, which uh, is always risky, isn't it? Making your moves Very early. Risky. 
so very risky. risky. You, you, can, you know what? Love it. Press, risk press it for the conferences biscuit, haven't come. Well, that's it, isn't it? Sometimes you're going to risk it as long as it's not soggy. We're all right. Um, but yeah, so basically, I've gone for Nick Pope in goal. Um, so Nick Pope over Sar. Sar uh, I took Sar out. He's, okay. he's more expensive than the De- Bravka. He's yeah. got the double. I know one is City, and I know that people are sort of Weghorst is on my mind or has been on my mind, you know, whether to bring him in for a hit. But I'm kind of thinking, well, I've got Lacazette there. You know, Arsenal have been pretty good. Um, they've got Palace, should be a decent fixture for them. And it's that old thing of falling into a double game week player, um, you know, that trap of, you know, you're thinking, oh, they're going to score big. But they've got City. I don't see Weghorst scoring, but I do certainly see Pope potentially getting um, bonus points, you know, from saves. He's going to have potentially a lot of saves to make. So the Pope, the Pope one made sense for me. They've got um, five five games in the next five three game weeks three as well. Yeah. So that was a move that I wanted to kind of make. Um, my team at the moment, there's not really many of the moves at this moment to make. I'm going to keep Coutinho, keep Rafinha, you know, uh, for now, unfortunately. But they are players that I am going to take out in the next couple of games because I think Villa and Leeds blank in 33, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So that's me for this week. Nick Pope, hopefully he can bring me a double-digit haul, I'm hoping. Yeah, listen. What do you Nick think, boys? Pope. Is it boring? Yeah. Is it a boring pick? Or is it I, like from, for me, I think like the Burnley ones are you know, interesting to look at, but they haven't, they haven't been great, have they? And Pope's not been getting many uh, um, save points either. Um, no, I think in the last maybe three games he hasn't really claimed too much, has he? He's he's not up there in terms of obviously in in terms of keepers. I think he's about is he about ninth or something in terms of um, highest scoring keepers. Um, so yeah, absolutely. But you look at Ramsdale's injured. You go for your Allisons, your Edisons. You know the Liverpool and City, if not more City, are going to keep a lot, a lot of clean sheets. But it's a lot to invest in a goalkeeper. Really, you know, six odd million. Um, and I think. The majority of the time, Allison and Edison, because they, they do nothing because the defences are so good in front, you know, they don't get pick up a lot of bonus points um, most of the time. So for me, it was Pope, he was the standout one. And, you know, a big factor in that is the fixtures as well. I do expect them over these next five games that they've got in the three game weeks, they're playing Everton, you know, haven't been great. And then after that, they've got the likes of, um, is it West Ham, yeah. I want to say? Norwich, Norwich away, West Ham away, Southampton at home, Wolves at home. So you're thinking long term to the end of the season for him? Is that your investment? I would think so. I'd, I'd be yeah. quite happy. It's like a set and forget for me. You know, be quite happy leaving him in for the rest of the season. You know, I know Burnley's um, they're fighting for survival and so on, or they, they could potentially end up doing that towards the end of the season. So I think um, he's, he's going to be someone who's he's a, he's nailed his first choice. I've got him in. I've not got to worry about him. You know, it's another position on the pitch. I've not got to kind of think about moving in, moving forward in the next few game weeks. So that's how I'm kind of looking at it, at it. And I think it then allows me to focus on other parts of, of my team that maybe need improving, the likes of Coutinho, Rafinha, and Lacazette in the next couple of game weeks. So yeah, there's a plan. There's a plan, Chama. Yo, I've got a plan. Yeah. What, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, there's a plan for sure. Yeah, I like I like Pope. I, I actually I've toyed with him to get him in, and for me it was gonna be for a hit. That's why I'm kind of reluctant a little bit, but yeah. I really like the Pope pick. Um, it's an opportunity. Like I say, I'm an opportunist, so there's an opportunity of five games to come, and you will expect him to start all games. That is ten points already. Um, if he gives you the, the appearance points, so then you're just gonna hope that he keeps one or two cleanses there, and then it could be you know 
a lot of fun awesome. for you already. So yeah, I think Pope is a, is a, is a, is a very nice pick. Um, yeah, he's in my consideration. Mm. And yeah. Do you think? Do you think I'm missing a hit, boys? Do you think it needs a hit this week? You know, uh, do I need a minus four maybe for someone? Or you're, is it any? All right, let's put it. it listen, let's put, <laughs> no, let's put it like this: If you were to pick one player in on that team that you'd want out, that you'd take out, who would it be? There we go. That's a better way to put it. Who would it be? One player. Uh, but we've got, we've got to think of a replacement, though, have we? <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. You have, what, what, you if you want, yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Come on. Who would it be? Yeah, I, I, it, it would be Coutinho, even though I love him so much. Uh, as an mm-hmm. ex Liverpool player, I think he, he would be the one to, but mm-hmm. yeah, I do you think, do you think I'm risking taking a, do you think I'm taking a huge take a hit, risk though? not would bringing Salah in though? Do you think I'm taking a massive risk not having Salah because I've got 7.1 million in the bank? So 7.1 mil. I take out Coutinho, I bring in Salah, boom, done. 14.6 I've got I've got there, so it more than covers Salah. So do you think... For me, uh, for me on that one, 100% yes. Getting back in. Yeah, but you can, you can wait for on that one until, you know, as late as possible, because mm. maybe Liverpool played the first game. Maybe you could get the news that he starts or not. Ooh, and then if he, the, if he does... If, well. <laughs> if he does... If he does, then you have to do it. Yeah, I think that's 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 the move. Could you know to Salah? Yeah, because you will need. But yeah, if he does not start, then you, you can forget about it. I think you can do without Salah. You can do without Salah. I that's did it, without him a, a, yeah. a, few, a few times this season. I did without him a few times. Leicester and uh, when he came back from from the Afcon, I didn't have him. So mm. yeah, is it awesome. so? If it, so if he brings him in, so if he brings him in, takes a hit, and he doesn't start, is he still okay? Do you think? If he brings uh. him in, he. So he brings him in, but then randomly he doesn't start. No, that's not okay. <laughs> well, you, have, you, have to, you have to be sure that he starts, man. You have to be sure he starts. Yeah. He needs a guarantee. Uh, yeah. And, and, and yeah. do you know what? I'm, I'm, it's a case of looking at the press conferences today, see what clocks. I'm telling you right now, Reedy will take him out and bring Salah in regardless. It's either Rafinha or Coutinho, and, and I'll be completely honest with you, if I was to pick one of those two, it would be Rafinha over over um, Coutinho. Just because I think Villa, depending on what team they play against Wolves, and Wolves being leaky, you know, Coutinho against yeah. Leeds and so on, I'd probably go with Rafinha out and Salah in. That's the move I'd make. So, we'll see. Coutinho, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. He could do it against uh, Tottenham as well, Coutinho. He could score against Tottenham very easily. Yeah, def- definitely he can score. Of course, he's a top player. But yeah, mm. I think Rafinha too is a very good pick. Um, especially the next two fixtures they have, they are playing one of the the, the um Leeds fixtures. Right, what is what is it? Southampton and uh, Southampton and Norwich. Southampton, is it? Southampton, yeah, Southampton, yeah, yeah, Southampton, and then they blank, and then they play uh, Palace after what? Yeah, yeah after but, the Watford, what, Watford as well. Yeah, so it's a good fixture for them. Plus, plus Chalmers got him in his team as well, so that's why he's backing it up. <laughs> All right, fair yeah, enough. No, but yeah, yeah I, I, well, I, well, I love, I love the guy too. But uh, <laughs> I think he's a very, very good player, and he's a very good pick. Now Bamford is out again. Penalty is guaranteed. Yeah. I know we don't think about penalties a lot, but he's got nine goals this season, and I think four of them were penalties. So it, Leeds can have a penalty, and Rafinha will be, will be the one taking them. Any set piece is on Rafinha. Yes, he has underperformed massively this season in terms of he should have got more, much more points than he has right now. But 
Um, yeah, he's a, he's a top pick, I think. And especially those two fixtures. Southampton has been very bad defensively. If you check their online numbers, they have been very bad defensively. They are a good team, to be honest. The way they play, I love the way they play too. But defensively, they are not doing well. So I would expect Rafinha to get something from there. Yeah, I'll, I'll get rid of Coutinho, to be honest, for me personally. Not Food for thought, me. boys. Thank you. I there appreciate you go, that. But, you know, head now. There you go. Off, uh, you know, 686 in the world, Reedy. You better listen up, mate. All right, so <laughs> the next one, Reedy. Um, we'll move on to my team and we'll get their advice and we'll destroy my team and then we'll get on to captains. Uh, let's have a look at this one, boys. So this is my team as we know it at the minute. Obviously, I've got the flag on Ramsdale, uh, Trent, as well as Jimenez. It's not looking too healthy. Obviously, I played the free it last week. Um, did I play the free it? No, I didn't. I, I forgot to do my team last week. Uh, and it ended up like pretty decent in the end. But this is what I'm left with. Still some good fixtures. Still got my Tottenham assets in there. I've got my uh, Liverpool assets. Um, obviously, I've got... Um, I need to get Jimenez out. I did want to bring Kane in. I was looking at a wild card as well. So, I mean, I've got quite a few decisions to make. I want to get rid of Willock. I'm quite happy with that midfield four of uh, Son, Salah, Yotta and Saka. Obviously, Yotta got a couple of goals on international duty. Do, is he nailed on for Liverpool? Listen, I've got two Liverpool fans in here, so I've got to get some advice. Is he nailed Is he nailed or not? Ah. No. No. Only Salah is nailed. <laughs> Only Salah is nailed. Only Salah is nailed in the Liverpool attack because oh, they okay. have a lot of options. Salah is the nailed one. And even this game week, I will not say Salah is nailed. So there is no nail wow. Liverpool assets. In this particular, this coming game, to be honest, Minamino is going to get a start, is he? Possibly. Don't <laughs> <laughs> go, go that far. Jeez. But um, so, no, yeah. Salah's. I agree with Chandler. Yeah, like you say. I mean, think Salah's nailed, Mane's nailed, and then you've got Trent and Robbo, Van Dijk, Allison, and there you go. That's that's as far as I go. Yeah. Probably even maybe yeah. Henderson, Fabinho. I've just named the whole oh, team basically. Yeah, you've seen the whole squad in here, right? Uh, yeah. Chandler, <laughs> thoughts on this, mate? Wild, wild card, yes or no? Do you reckon? Is this team need wild carding? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Say it, Chama. You're thinking it. He's thinking that team's is that, is it, Give him a second. Awful. He's just trying to digest it. No, 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 I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so, to be honest. Uh, if you have the wild card, I don't think you you need to use it. Uh, right. So, Ramsdale sure and Foster. I know that's your problem right now. Ramsdale yeah. and Foster. Yeah. Um, maybe you can focus... Well, <laughs> it's a difficult one. It is tricky, right? Let's focus on Ramsdale. So you keep Ramsdale, the situation. Who are you going to replace him with? Who are we going to replace Ramsdale with? For me, it's Pope, but it's Pope. Um, yeah, for me, let's have a look at this one. Yeah. Let's, let's have a look and see if we get a Pope in here. Uh, so put Pope in. Then your other Pope your other problem is probably Jimenez after Jimenez. Yeah. I, need, I need a striker. So is that? So I wanted Kane in, but I didn't know if I was just being a bit greedy about it. So I was thinking either your know, Weghurst, of course. Um, going on here where is he on here so let's just have a look at him for now because obviously i've not got much cash which well, would you would you take would you me. take a minus a minus eight jack or not of course I would, mate. I yeah i'll over hit Come on, so mate, you know so how much funds would jota give you i don't uh, think it'd if give i you take him out well yeah you wouldn't yeah 70 yeah i could get a, i could get a five mil mid, uh, midfielder in so, so just some yeah. forwards let's hit kane in yeah. right and then a four yeah, but, but jota, what jota for this game week i think if i had him i would keep him like Jota, yeah, I would keep, right. I would keep him for this he game won. in particular because he, he wants Kane, no chance. He wants is, Kane. Is he, is he nailed? So nailed. I think about he, the season. He's not yeah, nailed. Yeah, but is for this, this particular game, I think Klopp will start him. Mm -hmm. I think, I think so because Mane and Salah both played one hundred and 
in 20 minutes in the Africa, like in the Afghan qualifier or World Cup qualifiers. They're coming yeah. back, the Champions League, and then you have City, you have the Champions League, you have City again. Mm. So they have to have some rest at some point, and there is no better game to give one of one of one of them a rest in this particular game against Watford. So I would expect one of Salah or Mane to miss out on the starting lineup. I think the fact you've got Son um, does make up for that sort of not having Kane there because you look at what yeah. Son did in that. Well, yeah, that, game, that's it. It's, the, know, that, so. it's that cover one in it. I'm just being a bit greedy wanting Kane as well. But so I put Weghurst in there instead of him, and as just for all you know, obviously just because of the number of games. Um, yeah. The other one was maybe. Is anyone looking at Antonio? Is that is he is he a good one no. to look, be looking at? Take take his name out of your mouth. Do do not mention him. <laughs> he, he literally Ollie, had, Ollie, Watkins, Ollie Watkins. He was an asset asset for three game weeks. First three game weeks that's of the season. Exactly. Yeah, have him yeah, then. <laughs> Antonio. I don't know. I mean, I think I think you've obviously got two low low budget forwards. But I mean Antonio um, versus Everton. Everton are terrible, aren't they? Yeah, but I feel like you're, you're, Brentford you're, and Burnley that follow. You know, three good fixtures for him there for West Ham. He's just yeah. not on it though, is he? And they've got. Are they still in Europe, West Ham? Is that right? Yeah, they are still in Europe. He's, he's just not. He just doesn't seem to be on it. And for what you're going to pay for him, how much is he? Seven point five. Yeah, um, you know, I think. I think to be honest, in your position, you've got nothing to lose by going for Weghorst. In my position, um, I've, got, I've got nothing happening there. <laughs> no, you've got nothing to lose. But how are Jay Rodriguez? I know he's not been uh, mentioned. Jay Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, um, I Isn't was looking cup? at the numbers. Playing cup? Is it cup this week? No, he's starting. He's starting recently. He's starting a lot recently with yeah. Wake, Wake House. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. Like currently, I'm looking at their last six game weeks. Uh, he's at the top when it comes to the expected points. He had 5.8 expected points, and Workhouse has I don't know, yeah, he had 3.8 during that period. Workhouse, I think he, he haven't had any big chance of over the course of the season. He most of his chances are coming from inside, like, like, like just small chances or, uh, or, or things like that. So he is not having chances and he is not scoring goals. Of course, <laughs> I want to have him too. I might get go there, even despite that, I will go there maybe, but. I don't really. I'm not really fancying him to score goals a lot. Yeah, are you trying to get me relegated, or are you trying to improve my team? <laughs> I'm trying. To... <laughs> yeah. Let, let's go. Let's go. Workers for now, right? So I've got two point three. I've, I've got two free transfers this week, so I've made two transfers there. You know, so my starting lineup. You know, want to be obviously Trent's not going to play this, so I've got maybe White, Cancelo, Doherty, Son, Yota, Salah, Saka. So that's a, that's a four. Would you start Willock or would you get rid of Willock for a minus four? Would I take a four? What would I have there? An eight. I've got eighty mil in the bank there. It's not you bad. You could bring in Havertz potentially. Kai Havertz is he? So this is a discussion point we've got on here tonight, right? I wanted to chat about Havertz. Yeah. Are people bringing him in? Is it a good move to bring Havertz in? Is it you know? Are people being misled? Obviously, he's got Champions League. How is that going to look? Is it is it a trap to bring him in or not? It's one or two ways, I think. I think it could be a trap, but essentially, I don't want to use that word essential. Sorry, I'll, I'll rewind a little bit there. But, <laughs> okay. but effective, effectively, you could be jumping on to someone before everyone else does. Um, I, I know his ownership's not, you know, it's not the highest at all in terms of midfielders. Certainly not. Um, so if you jump on him now, you know, you get get those points. I think he's got, as you said, um, it was Brentford, wasn't it? Um, and then he's got, after that, he has... Southampton away, and then they've got a sort of a tricky-ish fixture against Arsenal. You never know, but 
he's more than capable of scoring all those games. It's it's a toss up really between Havertz, Mount, maybe a couple of kind of guys from Chelsea that you'd want, but Havertz is, is the one on everyone's lips at the moment. What do you what do you think, Chama? What do you think? Do you think he's a bit of a in the mud sort of player? Or, no, I think he's you know? I think he's a very I think he's a very good pick because uh, Lukaku is like is no entity now for Chelsea. He's just a bench option. So Havertz they need a striker, and Havertz is the one who's playing there. And if you are playing in one of those teams, Man City, Liverpool, and Chelsea as their striker, and you are a midfielder, I think we have to take notice of that. They create a lot of chances, and Havertz is going to be the one who be at the end of the chances. But I wanted to say something for for Jack. If you are thinking of going that minus minus up to minus eight right now, then why do you want to keep your wild card? Do you still have your bench boost tip? I wanted to ask those couple of questions. I've got my bench boost. I've got a free hit, I think, and I've got a wild card. Yeah. Then if you are going minus eight, why would you want to keep the wild card? Because the season is almost ending. It's only eight yeah. weeks left, so. That's what I'm saying. That's what I, for me, for me, I was going to go wild card anyway this week. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I was just going through what, how many essential moves I kind of needed to make uh, if I could get not essential key, key key moves. Not it can't key, be essential. Key can't big moves. Essential. <laughs> Nothing's but essential yeah. in FBL. But um, I mean, I've got yeah. two, I've got, I can do a mini wild card with the three transfers and just take it minus four. Uh, and that team as it is now is minus four. If you if you just quickly though in regards Wait, to wild you have card transfers. I've got two, yeah, three transfers. He's got, yeah. two, he's got two. But if you look yeah. at the wild card, go down to the fixtures a second, Jack. And you just show Chama there. If you show um, game week 35, yeah. 35, game week 35. So you go down to the fixtures and you skip to 35. I was saying to Jack Chama, I don't know if you agree, that for me, if he's going to use his wild card, I feel like this would be the best week because he's got a free hit. He's got a, a bench boost. Now, a lot of people aren't sort of always keen on using a bench boost after a wild card, but it can really you can really benefit from it. So if you look at the fixtures that he's got, and he uses a wild card game week thirty five, he's got obviously Liverpool, Newcastle, Villa, Norwich. He's um, he's then got City, Leeds, Chelsea, Everton, United, Brentford. There's so many good fixtures, and if you go to thirty six, Jack, which as we know, Chama is a double game week. Um, you know, there's going to be loads of double game week fixtures. He's going to have those City players in his team, his Chelsea players, possibly United, Arsenal even, then play Leeds. I just feel like he's going to benefit more then. And he's got two free transfers now. He could use those, not have to take a minus, or even just take the minus four. What's your kind of view on that from that standpoint? Yeah, I, I I I agree with you. I didn't know he had the two free transfer. I was thinking it was one. So with, mm. with the two free transfer, I would not use the wild card. Um, it makes a lot of difference to have that extra transfer. And yeah, yeah I think uh, game thirty five is really perfect for the for the wild card because you will know everything what is gonna pan out by then. The fixtures will be out, so you will have the picture in front of you, so you can pick any player who you will be guaranteed he will be playing. And the Champions League will be more clear, the teams who are out and things like that. So yeah. I think 35 is a very good... The only down, like the only call or the only downside of it is you only benefit from it two or three game weeks ahead. Which, mm. But it's not a problem at the end of the day because your team is looking good. You don't need to wildcard. You can play FPL for the whole season without wildcard, you know, without using the wildcard as far as your team is good. So it does not matter if you even wildcard in game week 37 and then use it only for 39. It, it means your team has been good. So and right now your team is looking good with the ex- two extra free transfers. I think game week thirty five really got it right. It's the best time to use the wild card and then maximize and have a very very strong finish to the season. 
I'm liking, I'm liking that advice, mate. And that moves us swiftly onto the, our guru section. He's not here this evening, so I'm going to go through what he's provided us so we can all uh, have a, a think on what you, you know, a bit of feedback on this. So three teams to watch. We've kind of mentioned these already, but going into uh, the game week, Manchester City, Liverpool and Chelsea, three uh, you know top teams in there. And obviously the assets that exist within them, we all, we're all aware of them. We're all you know fully across what these assets can do. You know, Cham has already alluded to the likes of um, you know Mares, Laporte in there, and we obviously in Liverpool we know even though the plays aren't maybe nailed apart from maybe Salah um, or Yota guaranteed maybe, but um, the likes of Chelsea we've just mentioned maybe Havertz in there. You know, the likes of Mason Mount, Reese James. I think he was another discussion point that we need to kind of uh, maybe look at as well. But they're the three teams the Guru's looking at. Three different differential players. Now a bit of a surprise one in here. Damari Gray is back in with a shout, apparently, for the Guru. 5.2% ownership for Everton. They've got that double game week. Damari Gray is liking the look of. Uh, big Phil Foden is on there as well. 5.6% ownership. I can't believe how low his ownership still is. Uh, obviously, we know what he's capable of. What a baller. And another, the third pick is Kai Havertz. 7.1% ownership. 7.9 mil. I'm looking at him. I think a lot of FPL, he might be you know, highly transferred in there this week. On to captains. We need to pick ours as well, but the guru has gone with Mo Salah, obviously. What a fixture it is for him if he's going to play that full game. He might grab a hat-trick in that first half against Watford. Um, I'm liking this one. Uh, Robertson, obviously Liverpool fullback, you know, one of the best overlappers in the world. Hate to say that, but he is. Um, and what a player! You know, with Trent, not maybe not. Well, probably you know zero percent chance of playing. Out. I think he's going to get that rest, isn't he? So Robertson on there, he's going to take the reins. He could be the man for the game week. And then his favourite player, Harry Kane, the number nine for Spurs. He's down as a captain pick there. I don't think you can go wrong with any any of them. Uh, and get ready for this: the curveball captain of the week. It's my favourite part of the guru section. The Brazilian Richarlison for Everton. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The guru knows, the guru it was all going so well, Chaman. That is going so well. Oh, God. I mean, he, he grabbed two goals. from Brazil. He's got a couple of goals yeah, from Brazil. Yeah, two goals from Brazil. Everton, two, double, game fiction, double game week. Is this his time? What do you think of that curveball, Chala? Yeah, I think Everton, if they are going to stay in the league, I think they really need Richarlison. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so, at, coming back with his form from Brazil, two goals in the international break. Yeah, I like I like that one. If I had him, I would not captain him, but I would be happy to have him in my team this particular game week. Yeah, yeah it's a good pick. Yeah, listen, I, it is down as a curveball. It's one that, you know, if you want to take that, that big risk, you know... Um, yeah. Nelson, this might be the week for him. He's, he's not delivered too much this season and he's a very frustrating player. But obviously we know what he's capable of and Brazil have seen that. They've gone to number one world ranking in the world now, overall in the FIFA rankings. And that's, uh, you know, Richarlison has done his fair bit and his fair share for Brazil, just not for Everton. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a, it's a brave pick, definitely. I mean, they've got they've got two games, haven't they? Double game with fixture. He's gone for Richarlison over the likes of Weghorst and whatnot. It could happen. You could, you never know. After two goals for Brazil, uh, just a quick update on the Trent Fitness boys. I know you will be wanting to hear this one. As the postman, as the uh, postman, give you the update, has he? Uh, well, he's well, not 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 the postman this time, but um, he trained yesterday in part of um, the session. He'll train again today. So this is you know from Klopp himself. Uh, then we will see what to do. It'll be tight for tomorrow. So. 
I do think he there's a good chance he'll miss that game. Um, yeah. He won't, he won't that, sort of no either be on the bench or no doesn't. No, not with not with what's to kind of come moving forward. And uh, also another one for you, boys. You'll like this one. So Jurgen Klopp, I think, has been asked the question about um, fancy football uh, or FPL, and he said, "What is fancy football? What is that?" <laughs> so, so he. You know, the the man doesn't even sort of have any idea what FPL or fancy football is at all. You know, he just does his job as manager of the football it. club. Don't you don't think it. you think he's got a team himself? I reckon he's got a team. I reckon he's got oh, a team. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Great sort of picks. Yeah, and what do you think of the Damari Gray shout? He's got Everton, hasn't he? Quite a bit is in this one. He's, he likes it. What do you think, Chama? Damari Gray? Yeah, no. I had I had him and he bited me very badly, Gray. Mm-hmm. So I don't like it too much. I I see um Iwobi. He's getting Ooh. a lot of starts recently too. Mm-hmm. Um I am looking at their numbers over the course of the season. Iwobi is at the top when it comes to expected points, 5.1. Gordon second, 4.6. So I like Gordon more because I think he will start. Lampard likes him. And if you look at the over over the last six game weeks, Gordon at top, 4.3 expected points. It will be second 4.2 expected points. It will be scored that last minute winner against um who did they win against Newcastle. Against Newcastle, yeah. It will be scored the last minute winner and he was good in that game. So I would I would I would rather go it will be than than Gray now. I think it will be is ahead at this moment in time. Wow. On Lampard. Money well spent on Iwobi for by Everton. Um just a quick one. Uh, read it. He's still in the FPL Addicts free mini cup. Oh god! Oh, am I? <laughs> Chama, you must be. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Chama's got to be in there, surely. FPL Addicts free mini. Uh, I lost. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, game week twenty nine. I, uh, I went out. Game week twenty nine. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember if you were still in the cup mm. or not. Oh, wait there. What's this? Oh uh, no! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm on your team here, Jack. I'm on the wrong team. You lost, didn't you? Um, yeah, I lost. Hey, why are you on mine? Stalking my team. And Chandler, you are out as well. You went out last week. I won. Yeah. I won. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in it. I'm still Chama going. Is, it's the, it's the... Chandler's second league is out of the cup and Christopher <laughs> Reed is still in the FPL Addicts free mini cup. It's, it's the only <laughs> cup I'm in. It's all the only... I've lost all <laughs> the other ones and I've still got, I think, possibly a, a few others to come. Um, but I'm well, still in the, three, the big one. Three one. This is the FA Cup of the uh, competition, mate. So this is one that we, yeah. we want to know about. I, I was up against. I was up against a free hitter, so yeah, I would take that. Oh, <laughs> fair oh enough. Fair God. enough. Wow. Look at well. If you look, if you look at this, boys, was it forty-eight to eleven? So I, I entered a, in game week twenty-nine. I wasn't aware of this. It was ninety-one to ninety-one. Oh. With my opponent, yeah, it went to a tie break, and uh, Reedy's Renegades progressed on most most goals scored, and then in uh, game week thirty, I won forty eight points to eleven. Oh, it's Sean Green so, from University. It's a greenie, oh, yeah. That, yeah. George Violante. George well, not is that his name? Yeah, George Violante. Uh, I've got next. So wow. Well, listen, yeah. that is a big, big game, mate, and the cup room continues for you, mate. That's like a conference team going all the way for you, isn't it? <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> Cheers, Chama. Thanks, mate. Well, listen, guys, um, that is all we've got time for today. 
we have got through a lot of content. I think this is our longest pod we've done all season. There was so much insight uh, from, obviously, our special guest day. Chama, absolutely fantastic to have you on. Thanks so much for your time. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, definitely. I really had fun with you guys. It was fun. It was uh, really good uh, having a chat on the, about FPL with you guys. I hope my man Matt was around because I really wanted to meet him. But yeah, hopefully we, we can have another opportunity to meet in another time. Yeah, thanks for having Absolutely. me, guys. It was it was really an honor to be here. No, fantastic, Great. mate. And it was uh, very special to have you on as well, mate. And uh, I'm sure the guru will come on and uh, yeah, get you on. We'll get you on another time, mate, when the guru's on, he's feeling better. But he is in the uh, in the clinic today. He's, you know, he's, he was 50-50 for tonight and he just didn't make it. A bit like Trent for the weekend. But guys, we're going to wrap up there. Really, thank you so much for being our anchor, co-anchor tonight. They're great in there, mate. I'm not going to listen to any of your advice, but well done. And uh, listen, thank you to everyone else for listening. If you love today's podcast, make sure you give us a like on the YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. And thank you if you're new here. Make sure you get in the comments and uh, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. But that brings an end to the Game Week 31 preview show. Uh, keep an eye on the FBI Addicts YouTube channel, Twitter streams for all extra content and chats. And But until then, may all your FPL dreams come true. And we'll see you for Game Week 32. Uh, may all your FPL dreams come true. Take care. See you later.